and it's your boy Roshan Gomez. Uh, we actually recorded this beforehand, uh, and the recording didn't go all the way through. I just wanted to say that because in the previous recording, uh, our guest Baby Sean said that <laughs> he was a player, and I wanted his girlfriend to know it. Okay, um, to my girlfriend, this is that's a lie. <laughs> Don't believe anything he says. Yeah, so we have uh, three special guests in the house today. Um, they smell of uh, youth and the law. <laughs> I thought it was a good line, so I'm repeating it now. Uh, I'll they, smell myself again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you smell yourself. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so first guy is Mr. Arif Faiz. We have Miss Faith Chan and Mr. Sean Chiam. But I call him Baby Sean. And uh, I've unfortunately accepted that nickname. <laughs> um, and you're part of a, a bigger group. So we also have Yizin, Ananda Mohan and... Um, um, Javed. Javed Khan. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going to do maybe another episode with the other three. You three are the first batch, the litmus test, the test tube baby, so to speak. You really have a baby <laughs> complex. <laughs> everything that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, I was telling you all that. Uh, Yizin, I know Yizin. I know Baby Sean, but I also know Yizin. And I also used to call Yizin Baby Chua. Because uh, I know her elder sister. We were housemates together. The bigger Chua. The bigger yeah. Chua. So, bigger Chua and Baby, baby Chua. chua. So yeah, I do have a baby complex. Uh, <laughs> Keep I'm babies <laughs> away from Roshan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Keep your babies You've been away. <laughs> uh, and the reason why I wanted to get the three of you on, uh, the whole group actually, is because you started a website called Law Quacks and I really liked it. I like the content. I like the look of it. I like the feel. I like that there are uh, pupils out there um, being productive. Oh, <laughs> thank <laughs> you. Pupils. Uh, <laughs> and and y'all, I mean, when I say pupils, y'all have, done your pupillage stint and moving on to new things. And we'll yeah. get into that. So I want to talk to you, give you guys a platform. And also, I want to hear what the young people uh, are talking about. <laughs> All the, babies. Days, oh, the babies. What the yeah. kids are talking about. Yeah. Where do you guys uh, groove out and do your hip hey. hip dances. Your You'd be surprised at the floss I can do. <laughs> your flosses. <laughs> 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 what else do young kids get into? Uh, because I'm very old. Yeah. yeah. Quite. So uh, welcome to Rumah Roy. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Yeah. Great, great to be here for the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not your first time. <laughs> the last time Baby Sean came on, uh, it was actually my call dinner. Yes. Uh, when I got called, that was the last time he came here. Uh, it was a night, uh, which, which turned out to be a morning. <laughs> a, night, a night of debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not a night. <laughs> you see, I said it so nicely. A night that turned into morning. It was so delicately put. You had we, to go use the word debauchery. You can't hide from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> is this the night of the ends? Like the end? Yeah, incident? yeah, yeah. So basically, he parked his car under an infamous tree known for its ends. <laughs> and I had failed to tell him there were ends. I'd like to make it very clear, Roshan did not tell me about any tree of ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm actually really close to baby Sean. I mean, we've gone through a lot of weird things <laughs> together. And um, I'm known for like, Failing him when he needs help the most. On so, purpose, by the way. Yeah, the entry is... Not on purpose. I think it's luck. La, your luck. One. <laughs> He's sure not on purpose. <laughs> it's not on purpose. So it was the entry. Then there was... Uh, when he came back from the UK and he just started his chambering, I told him, let's mm -hmm. go out for dinner. Mm -hmm. Then he said, sure. Then I said, oh, oh, we'll go to Oasis. And Oasis is a compound with multiple like restaurants and buildings Multiple is an right? understatement, <laughs> huh? by the way. <laughs> So I just sent him Oasis because I hadn't decided where we would go. <laughs> so, and turned out that night, I picked up a few of my friends and we were all late. 
So he had been there early. He went in thinking Oasis was a restaurant. To only see it was a giant compound <laughs> with multiple restaurants. And he didn't know where to go. And he couldn't reach us. So, so he was damn frustrated. I was playing Pokemon Go for about an hour. <laughs> trying to reach Roshan to tell me where to go. Yeah. So that's another example. And then the third example I have of when I failed, I think is the driving when I used to sleep off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, babe. I will keep you company throughout this entire drive. <laughs> Not 10 minutes later, this guy falls asleep. I hear snoring. I and thought, well, while you were driving. No, <laughs> he'll be driving. <laughs> then, then he'll be driving. And then I, the thing is, I wouldn't even sleep comfortably. Mm. I'll wake up and like, hey man, are you okay? Then he'll be like, actually, then I'll be already asleep. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, actually, a bit tired. Can you keep me company? <laughs> okay, <laughs> fall asleep. I would do enough lah. I would at least ask whether you're okay. I just didn't wait for ah, the response. Okay, la. La. I should even put your chair down, lie down very comfortably. Left oh. <laughs> me driving at 4 a.m. at night. <laughs> good times, good times. Um, yeah, so maybe you can introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so as Roshan mentioned, I'm um, Arif. i from Malaysia. Uh, but I lived out of Malaysia for most of my life, so I, I grew up in a in Texas in America. Wow! For about six years. That's yeah. surprising. <laughs> I don't hear the accent at all. Oh no, I'm I'm working very hard to hide it. Bring uh, it out, man! <laughs> <laughs> Bring it out! <laughs> Please do. Please. You speak in a Please. cowboy accent. Okay, okay. I'll slowly, slowly transition to the Texan <laughs> accent. But um, by the end of it, you're a Texan <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it was Houston, Texas, so that's okay. kind of the more. The, yeah, the yeah. least Texas part of Texas. It's a lot more metropolitan. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and then I moved to Nigeria after that for five years. So That's a big contrast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which accent do you want on the podcast? <laughs> do you have a Nigerian accent as well? Uh, they've got like hundreds and hundreds of tribes. So there's many different accents that uh-huh. I could bring Which out, tribes but, uh, are accent? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I'll stick with, I'll stick with Texan. <laughs> it's easier to do. It. And then after that, I came back to Malaysia. But um, oh. Yeah, so uh, 15 years out of Malaysia. That's kind of my... my I have stick, so many questions so. for you. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where to start. <laughs> Texas or Nigeria? <laughs> it's up to you. So now you, you're a paralegal and now you're an associate. Uh, going to be an associate. Going to be. Whenever I get called to the bar. So whenever the oh, backlog man, that, settles. We but, don't know when uh, that's going to happen. Yeah. Have yeah, your calls been pushed? Uh, well... Gotta admit, I haven't yet filed my papers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> um, mine hasn't been pushed back yet, but most likely gonna be la. Are you the senior to them or? Uh, we, me oh, and Faith yeah. are the same batch. I'm one month senior. Yeah, uh, one month ahead from Arif. Yeah, one and a half months technically, mm. like, according to filing papers. Oh. Mm. Maybe before uh, Faith, you introduce herself, just to set this out as well. I've spoken a lot about Chambis over the few months because. I was a paralegal for many years before mm. I, I, I went into practice. So mm-hmm. I have a strong relationship with Chambis because they were sort of my gateway to to practice. La. You know, I, mm. as a paralegal, you don't really talk to senior associates or partners, sure, right? Yeah. Your, your gateway is more the Chambis. Mm. So I always had close friendships with mm-hmm. uh, Chambis. And um, when I became a Chambi, like I had, I guess relationships with paralegals. You know, it's sort of like, I always remembered. So that's why I was always very close to baby Sean. Even mm. though he was not my equal, he was lesser to me. I always made him feel <laughs> like he was my equal. <laughs> very generous. Well, I, did, I didn't know that was a power that I was very benevolent <laughs> and merciful to baby Sean. I, I, took him, I took him as one of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I, the pariah of the firm. He took, 
<laughs> he took me under his wing, showed me the ways. And I was a changed man ever since. Yeah. And as an associate, so I, I still have... Um, well, now I feel like I'm tormented by these GMBs. La. They, they, they have no respect for me whatsoever. I'm not sure why. <laughs> so, I cannot uh, see why. <laughs> the power dynamics have shifted, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so maybe I can explain what a chamber or pupil mm. is. Mm. So when you study law, you do your... First, you do a, a type of foundation. La, um, foundation, A-levels, whatever. Do a law degree. Mm -hmm. In Malaysia, you can either do University of London, which is three years in Malaysia. Mm -hmm. You can do a UK transfer. Mm -hmm. Or you can just go to the UK and mm -hmm. do your, your degree, right? Yep. You, everyone gets an LLB. Then from there, you need to get... A degree is enough for you to work in anywhere. Yep. But for you to practice in court, you need a type of license. Mm -hmm. I explained like a car license. Yeah. yeah. And so when you, you pass your bar in the UK or you pass your CLP examinations here... Uh, sorry, when in the UK you pass your bar examination to BPTC, mm -hmm. here you pass your CRP, then you are on track to get called to the bar. Mm -hmm. yep. Then you do a nine months chambering. So this is basically you have your P license, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And you do a lesser version of what lawyers can do. You have, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you go to court, you can appear, you can't appear everywhere. Sure, mm -hmm. yeah. Limited appearances, you can do different different things, right? Mm -hmm. And then after your nine months. You get called to the bar, barring any objections from anybody lah, mm -hmm. or you not being able to get your mm. certificates uh, signed, which sometimes yeah. it happens. Really? Yeah. I've never actually heard of anyone objecting before. Yeah. Um, Pon Hendon was, told us a story. She said that, I think my batch, there was an associate, uh, a chambi who had finished nine months. The partner had been out of the firm most of the time. He mm -hmm. came in and realized that she had done a, a big mistake. And then on like the day of her call, he, he said, I, I want to object to her call. Oh, her, wow. her master. Oh, wow. And then Pan Hendon had to like talk to him and say like, this is yeah. not right. You know, you can't like wait until the last freaking minute to object to someone's call. It's so embarrassing and ridiculous. Oh, so oh, no. it does happen like, to people. I guess maybe really, really petty kind of. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But, really unlucky. Yeah. And, but I've also heard, I've known my, some... I want to be very careful with the things I say. I, I've known uh, senior counsel who've also said, who've threatened their pupils. Like pupils come late to court and they have threatened the pupils. They say, look, if you come late, I'm not signing uh, your, no, your, your, borang. your borang. Yeah, I see. You know, And that's a bit fair because mm. things like coming very late to court when you have documents on you and things yeah. like that, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So, but, but still, that's more like a scare tactic la, to kind yeah. of get you to understand the gravitas of the situation. Right. So it's different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you do nine months, you get called to the bar, and then after that, you become a lawyer. Um, yep. um, death sentence, basically. <laughs> for all <laughs> intense sentence. Yeah, for all intense yeah, sentences. escaping yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah so uh, getting called basically means you finish your nine months. It's kind of a ceremony. You go to court. You have uh, your, your, a mover who is a lawyer who is basically mm -hmm. submitting to the court and telling court, mm -hmm. this person needs to be admitted. Not needs to, wants to be admitted for whatever reason. And then your mover will robe you and you mm -hmm. get robed for the first time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. But nowadays, I think it's only mover. I think nowadays, only movers are allowed in the uh, long call ceremony. Yeah, so your master is not there. And, and nowadays, mm. the pupil robes themselves. Because <laughs> of the restrictions. Yeah, uh. yeah because yeah. of the restrictions. Would you guys do a call if it was over Zoom? Definitely. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the ceremony is great, but the main important thing is <laughs> I get to practice, la, I think. Yeah. Um, Fari Azad wrote a really interesting article yesterday mm. uh, just on this issue mm. about 
how um, the long call ceremony, he compared it to Singapore because they have their, their mass call ceremonies there mm. where a lot of people get called Over Zoom, at right? one time. Uh, they did one on Zoom um, and he said in, in, in that kind of ceremony, the pupil doesn't really get that you know, that spotlight like we do here mm. where that mover moves you, gives a speech that, that you've written yourself. And so that's kind of a, something special about the long call ceremony here. Mm. Mm. But the point that he was making is that, that, I mean, there's so many, so many pupils nowadays, so many lawyers and so many movers that kind of the ceremonial aspect of it has kind of decreased. It's become a bit I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but a bit more generic, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. So he says, maybe it's time to move on to, I don't to online calls. That. I don't necessarily agree with mm-hmm. that. I get his point, but I, yeah. think, I still think that people, that call ceremonies are still special for... Uh, like, I've yet to see a JMB who like, is like, ugh, my call. <laughs> sure. Yuck. Sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a momentous occasion. Yeah. I mean, even my call to the... When I finished my BPTC, I was called to the bar of uh, England and Wales. Mm. I, I almost cried at the ceremony. Even though I went up to it thinking like, oh, it's just a... Baby Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know, when you see your mom, your mom and dad there kind yeah. of like, you know, tearing up, mm. you start to like tear up yourself. It's mm. quite it's special. That's one special thing about the legal profession, I feel. We have all these... Traditions. Ways, yeah, traditions to make you feel like, a, mm. like you're some kind of special person. Sure. <laughs> and I, I, I don't discount... I think that's a good thing because, okay, with law... I think it's good for people to feel like they're doing something important. Right. Because mm-hmm. it gives you that sort of integrity that you sort of need to have, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, that mm. they keep on saying honorable profession, honorable mm. profession, right? Mm. So in that way, it's good for the profession that everyone takes this seriously and it gives a type of gravitas and importance. And yes, it's a bit of ego, mm. but that ego sort of helps you like conduct yourself in a little mm. way, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. of course, like there's so many other professions that do as equal work to lawyers. Mm-hmm. That I wish they, I almost wish they had their own type of ceremonies to give them that also yeah. s- kind of feeling of self worth or right. right. Like I feel like doctors should have their yeah. own robing. That is true. Yeah. You know, yeah. doctors. Mm. Well, you put a stethoscope on you, is it? <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> they get knighted by the stethoscope. You know, they get like a freaking what? What's the thing they put in the uh, mouth? Uh, popsicle stick. Uh. Yeah, popsicle stick. They get knighted. They get knighted with the popsicle <laughs> stick. Pop. Yeah, pop. You know, like <laughs> that's probably true. I, I I'm not really sure why law. Only law has this. This uh, long-standing kind of history of tradition. Maybe we scammed ourselves. I suppose there. it's the procedure that's required to get called as well. Mm-hmm. No, well, yeah. the pomp and ceremony comes from the UK. Right, right. And from yeah. the UK, it comes from, well, you know, going back to what, the no- well, Normandy. Like, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. what did they used to call the courts of, um, I can't remember the name for it, but the courts that moved around, mm. right? And so they needed, they, 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 the authority was given by the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so th- that's where the kind of pomp and ceremony sort of come from. So right, yeah. the not the average person needed to kind of understand or know that this was a mm, special proceeding, sure. special people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, yeah. to give value to the law, right? It's such an abstract concept mm. for people who didn't read at the time. Yeah. Whereas I guess back then doctors were a bit more here and there. There wasn't really a was there? I don't think there was a professional. Yeah, they body. used witches at the time. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> I, I actually watched a video about the, the Salem witch trials. The doctor that was... Um, He's a Texan, be careful. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Ari, but I'm bringing this up. Your uh, unfortunate history. But yeah, but there was a doctor... I don't think that... But to be fair, I don't think there was any 
uh, witch trials in Texas lah. Hmm. No. The witch trials we all don't know. America. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. Ask Arif. Maybe he I, yeah. have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you aware of any witch trials uh, you've been conducting? Again, I'm. I was from Houston. <laughs> 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 that's, that's my get out of jail card. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Oh, yeah. The um, do- the Salem witch trials. There was a doctor. Um, and this doctor, he could read, but he couldn't write. And you're thinking like, surely a doctor should be able to write, <laughs> right? But He could read, but he couldn't write? Yeah. I mean, that's quite a common thing back then. What, at least it's like, what, 1600s, is it? How can he read, but he can't write? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> that's that. But he was half illiterate, like, I suppose. Mm. And he was like, you know, um, these poor girls were having some kind of fits, some convulsions, you know, maybe have some serious medical issues. And he's like, ah. Oh, Definitely supernatural. <laughs> Definitely a witch. And then you all kicked off from there. Yeah. Ah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, but not and not even doctors. Like the doctors are still professionals, but even professions that are not professional per se, like architects, yeah. you know, people mm-hmm. in construction, things mm-hmm. like that, they they're freaking important. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. I mean every professional job is highly important. No, not every. Which one? <laughs> I don't think pole dancing is very important. No, no, no professional is like the professional. Um, oh, but I'm saying outside professional jobs also is yeah, important. Yeah. But not every job outside. Being, I mean, pole dancing no, is okay. Pole dancing community. Hey. I know a lot of you are into it now as a, a, a hobby <laughs> and it's fun. You know, so girl empowerment and men empowerment. Are you, you know, you, you know, I could be a pole dancer. You could have insulted me. I'm sorry, man. Are you a pole dancer? I would rather not By say. Profession. <laughs> <laughs> By profession. By profession. I would rather not say. <laughs> Um, yeah, we lawyers are just snobs. Yeah, <laughs> think too much about ourselves. I'm yeah. so sorry, Fit, but you haven't introduced yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, so yeah, I'm Faith. I'm from Ipoh. Mm-hmm. So my story is not as exciting as Arif's. Like mm-hmm. my life, I didn't move around everywhere. I'm from Ipoh. I moved to KL for A-levels. For many of us, Ipoh is our Texas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Ipoh community, come at me. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I was born in Ipoh, so okay. I, were you? Yeah. That explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so after A-levels, I went to UK to study for a mm-hmm. law degree. It was at University of Kent. Mm-hmm. Then I came back for a year. And then I did my bar in London. Then did pupillage. Now I'm here. Paralegal. Nice. Yep. I, I hear that you're also a musician. Uh, yeah, I play the cello mostly. Mm-hmm. I call that my main instrument, but I started with violin and piano when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm. We should be tone deaf, right? What? This is turning to an attack on me. I don't know which is going. <laughs> nah, nah. Me, me and Baby Sean have uh, sung together. We have a favorite song. Oh, yeah, we do have a favorite song. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'll sing it. Don't want to, you know, ruin <laughs> the uh, ears of your listeners. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, it's the Indonesian singer. Oh, it's a beautiful song. I even taught it to all my UK English friends. Really? People who <laughs> do not speak a speck of Indonesian, <laughs> they can sing it perfectly. Oh, this makes me so happy. Yeah. Uh, baby Sean, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, okay. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Sean. Or I guess as Roshan calls me Baby Sean. Uh, born in Ipoh, uh, but grew up in Penang. Not much of an interesting backstory either. Um, grew up in Penang all my life. Went to UK for my law degree. Did my BPTC there, then moved to KL, and <coughs> here I am, working, living, um, surviving. Mm. Uh, I also play uh, an instrument. I'm quite good at it, actually. Uh, I was praised by a primary school teacher. I played a triangle. Nice. Yeah, quite well. Mm. I can keep a beat. 
Uh, if you anyone got a triangle, yeah. it takes skills to play triangle. <laughs> yeah. Don't like you know. No, I was play. I was really I was actually watching. You know, do you all watch a uh, two set violin? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I watched two set violin, and they were doing like reviews. Uh, they were watching videos of conductors going mad, right? And there was one of these famous conduct conductor. I can't remember his name, but he was just hammering the two guys on the triangle <laughs> 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 to get the sound. That he See, it's not that easy. <laughs> no, they are very because it's such a simple instrument. It's difficult. The yeah. more simple it is, the more difficult it is to master it. I mean, I found it quite difficult. You know, like you hold the triangle mm. and then it starts like turning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult thing. Yeah. You yeah. Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> That's so why you have turn with it. Yeah, you have to turn with the triangle. Yeah. Okay. You usually stand on like a pedestal to rotate, and then like, you know those. Uh, you lazy clearly suits. don't play that triangle. You clearly don't play You know, you stand on it, the tri- you're, trying, you're also holding tri- the triangle and it's <laughs> moving along with you. Oh, I'm clearly not a physicist either. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, triangle, eh? Yeah. Interesting. I, I hear that you're also in a relationship now. What? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I am in a relationship now. Um, I don't know <laughs> what you want me to say about that. Are you happy? Yes, very happy. <laughs> you forced to say that. <laughs> no. Baby Sean's girlfriend, I heard hesitation in his voice. Hey, don't listen to anything Roshan says. <laughs> this is all a lie. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you guys also about, um, I was thinking about what to talk about and one of the things I thought would be interesting to hear from you is about sort of misconceptions you get about practice. Uh, Arif, mm-hmm. uh, you are doing litigation. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Faith, you're doing corporate. Yes. And maybe Sean, you're doing intellectual property. Mostly corporate. Okay. Yeah. Maybe somebody can explain the differences between each before we like move. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, you s- litigation is the contentious side of the law. So the... the you go to court and fight. The court battles. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's not just... Although I wouldn't just say it's litigation. It's dispute resolution as a whole, which has evolved. Arbitration. In so many ways. Arbitration, mediation, which is, mm. which is growing as well. Mm. Um, so essentially, you've just got two parties just looking to enforce their rights yep. based on some relationship. Some dispute. Um, some dispute. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it's the side of the law, which I guess is a bit more um, publicized or th- thought of. Dramatic, think of yeah. the lawyers. And we're getting to that. Yeah. Faith, what about you? Corporate. Corporate, so corporate is basically not going to court, <laughs> yeah. so different from litigation. Corporate lawyers, I guess, if you specialize in corporate, you don't really go to court. I mean, I'm still a baby in this corporate mm. world, but yeah, mostly you do advisory work, like clients approach you for advice, and you have to advise them, or maybe if you do mergers, you have to do due diligence uh, yeah. exercises on it. Yeah, so in corporate, you're talking more about um. Sort of services provided to corporations, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, which can be contrasted with conveyancing, for example. Mm. Right. Um, yeah, baby Sean. Uh, so IP. Um, well, IP can be split into two different things. So IP as an intellectual property. So there's IP litigation, which is essentially what Arif just said. Any um, legal battles. Yeah, so, for example, you had the famous case. I think everyone knows is the McCurry. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very famous <laughs> IP case. What? <laughs> it's a famous case. There are many other famous <laughs> cases. No, not f- as prominent as the McCurry one. Is it even called McCurry? Yeah. Is it McCurry, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. But 
you could have brought out anything. Okay, but yeah. Give yeah, another yeah. example. Um, in the UK, there's a famous the Jif Lemon uh, IP case. Who the heck Wait. knows that? That's famous. That's okay, yeah, yeah, it's a very famous case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not among the lay. Yeah, among the lay, among lay people. I mean, from Malaysia, Tea Life and Chow Time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's another true. big one. Oh, checkmate. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can relate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so you have two parties that are sort of uh, arguing in yeah. court that look, you stole my identity. You stole my my intellectual property. My intellectual so property. usually it's to do with uh, copyright and trademark infringement. So I mean, with Tea Life and Chow Time. That was quite a good example. I mean, anyone who's bought Char Time and Life can clearly see <laughs> the uh, similarity. I won't say it. I'm not going to say anything incriminating, but I mean, yeah, stuff to do with uh, stealing other companies' intellectual property rights. Yeah. IP corporate is kind of, how should I put this? At least in the law firm where I work at, it's more of anything that doesn't belong anywhere else gets thrown to IP corporate. Yeah. So we do a lot of Technology, patenting, pat- patent- uh, patenting, yeah, trademark registration, mm. uh, a lot of advisory, uh, regulatory work also. So we get a lot of people, uh, companies coming to us basically asking, "Can I do this?" And then we say, "No, you can't do that," and they do it anyway. Mm. That's basically a corporate. <laughs> of as long as you life. do your job and tell them, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> you tell them, don't do it, and they say, do it anyway, and they're like, "Why did this happen?" We say. <laughs> IP yeah. is like a really, really dynamic and interesting yeah. area of law because it's the concepts in law are so abstract. Yeah. yeah. Like how do you how do you uh, uh, basically call dibs on yeah. an idea, mm-hmm. right? Eventually. On a thought, right? How do you mm-hmm. call dibs on that? Yeah. And so you have like kind of arbitrary, sometimes really funny mm-hmm. rules like uh, copyrights can lapse mm-hmm. after, uh, like for example, if a song is in the sphere for what I don't know, hundred years or something mm-hmm. like that, then when that lapse, it becomes free for all. Anybody can use yep. it. So you have kind of weird ideas like yeah. why that number is really it's, arbitrary. Who said it's, it? Right? Um, I mean, the idea and the uh, rationale behind intellectual property protection is so that you can mo- uh, monopolize and kind of capitalize on your idea, your thought. Yeah. If not, you know, you come up with an invention, everyone's gonna be like, oh, okay, just take it yeah. and steal it. So they give you a small amount of time to kind of uh, take what you uh, owe, take you know what you deserve, and then they're like, okay. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to capitalize it forever because that's just yeah. anti-competition. So it's like a kind of balance between like uh, maintaining uh, and d- you want to prevent people from stealing yeah. sort of your hard work mm-hmm. yeah. but at the same time realizing that ideas are... You can't... Yeah. It's circular, right? Yeah. People have... People will have the same thoughts as you, same ideas yeah. as you. can't just... Because you called it earlier, you get to keep it yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, music is quite a good example. Yeah. Music is all... You will hear songs repeat a lot yeah. and... There are a lot of disputes going on songs. I mean, and if IP rights were allowed to run forever, the world would probably <laughs> go down really. No one would be able to create anything. Yeah, I mean, an example I can think of now is paracetamol. I mean, Panadol. Yeah, Everyone Panadol. knows Panadol. Yeah. Um, that was uh, patented uh, for quite a while. I think I don't think anyone else could produce paracetamol, and now, well, it's not only Panadol. It's there's uh, every other random name brands. So mm. it allows competition, lah. You know, so there's no monopoly over a single idea or product. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. So, um, I think when I started practicing, for me, the common stereotype that I got was uh, if I said that I was practicing law, someone would ask me whether I watch Suits. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know whether that's still the... Is that still the, the benchmark? Yeah. You well, think so? Yeah, I think so. There definitely is such a... Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's still I, just the main law show now. Yeah, I mean, now recently. I think that's what people as of, of now picture. La. Yeah, because when I was growing up, there were actually quite a lot of mm. um, legal sort of Ellie yeah. McBeal. <laughs> what the heck is that? <laughs> it's like a soap opera kind of drama. It's like Grey's Anatomy but lawyers. Oh, yeah, Ellie okay. McBeal. There was uh, you know Josh Groban. You raised me. Uh, yeah. He became famous on Ellie McBeal. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact, guys. He was a young kid at the time. Thanks. <laughs> Um, uh, there was uh, a lot like the practice Mm -hmm. uh, you know um, what other shows oh Boston Legal Mm. I don't know yeah Yeah, there was quite a few but now this generation it just seems to be suits that has garnered the market Mm. Um, pretty much and so I know people have sort of misconceptions or stereotypes about uh, lawyers and I was wondering whether what what were some of the common misconceptions that or maybe you yourself had misconceptions right about what it was supposed to be yeah I think everyone going to law has a common misconception have has common misconceptions about the career. Mm. I mean the main one for me was going in well, I mean I thought I personally myself thought it was gonna be suits. Mm. Like suits like even though all the uni lecturers are like, it's not gonna be like suits, you know, don't be disillusioned. I was like, nah, they are lying to me, no way. Yeah. Went to my uh, an internship and I was like, What the heck is going on? <laughs> we um we are nowhere near as uh, witty nor as handsome as the people in suits. Oh, I beg to differ. <laughs> at, least in, at least in my case oh. I am but witty and handsome <laughs> If I had to describe myself in two words I would use the words witty and handsome I would use very different two words But I will not go into that But you know something I wish that was true um, From Suits is You know these guys are major New York lawyers But they've got so much time on their hands oh, oh, yeah, you, can have the, yeah. you can have the senior or managing partner Who walks oh, all yeah. the way to the other office To serve yeah. one document <laughs> In a thin file That one partner he, who gets served Just reads about a line And is like oh, How dare you <laughs> And, and the, line, the funny yeah. thing about suits Is they're corporate litigation lawyers right? Yeah. yeah. And that's So that's the most voluminous mm-hmm. practice yeah. 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 You're talking about piles and piles and mm-hmm. piles of documents Right? Mm-hmm. But you don't see it anywhere, and they look great all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's clear, <laughs> no. yeah. There's been times where I rock up to court for case management and looking like I just died. <laughs> <laughs> Hair's all messy, <laughs> eye bags really bad. No, I, I used to tell people I was a paralegal for like many, I would say many years I was a paralegal. Mm-hmm. I was doing my CLP. And um, um, so in suits, the paralegal is. Uh, Rachel Zane. Rachel Zane. <laughs> yeah. uh, Megan Marker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would tell people, the equivalent is me in reality. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Marker in suits, the equivalent in reality is me. <laughs> okay? They do look Roshan like, I mean, Roshan and Megan Marker do have quite... Yeah, we have chem- and we have chemistry. I can the, the hips both have amazing... <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah. But I feel like paralegals in Malaysia are very different from paralegals in America, UK, Western countries. Are. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I do this a lot whenever I get um, clients from foreign law firms. I, collect, I like to stalk the law firm and see the people just to sure. see what it's like. A lot of people are paralegals for like a long, like mm. for their entire lives. And they are perfectly good lawyers. It's yeah. just... Because with title. America, your law degree is your second, um, yeah. you know, you have to do a, a degree prior to that. Yeah, yeah. So normally you have a lot of people sort of doing a first degree to hold over until they do their proper degree. Yeah, right. So yeah. you have a lot of them who work in uh, law firms first. Mm. You know. So yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, mm. it's different. I have to thank Suits though for making paralegal 
life seems so glam when I first started and people say, wow, you're so cool. You're like Rachel Zane. I'm like, no. Not really, right? Okay, okay. Lafayette, at least okay. you're a bit closer. Like, you know, Only a bit. A bit more closer compared to me. Like. Uh, I would say is much more like Royal. Yeah. Uh, like when me and... Because the way I know Baby Sean is I was a chambi and he was an uh, intern yeah. um, in a firm that we shall not mention. <laughs> and... Like just to give you another contrast of suits and like corporate litigation because the firm we were at yeah. that did corporate litigation. There were maybe like seven, eight uh, uh, chambies people at the time. Mm-hmm. The firm is on the first and second floor yep. but we all are stationed on the second floor. So yeah. you were talking about boxes of documents. Yeah. So just to get the boxes of documents out, all the boys practicing in the chambies would do a yeah. chain from the second floor yeah. down <laughs> and we would chuck boxes yeah. one after another and yeah. we'd throw it into our multiple cars. Like yeah, my yeah. my V was not made for no. that amount of boxes. <laughs> we would carry it, we would take it to court. Sometimes we have a late filing in Putrajaya, put yeah. the stupid box on our shoulder, run up, you know, the freaking, you know, the, the stairs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Run all the way up and go get it filed, fight with the the freaking the registrars to get it filed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I didn't see that in no mm-hmm. no series. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> just had a court of appeal case. Um, we had about twenty one, twenty two boxes of <laughs> documents in total, and I mean the first day was chaotic, but after once we got to the fourth or fifth day, it was just you know just became normal, just moving because <laughs> we we're on the tenth floor of our building. <laughs> so we had to bring about twenty two boxes down on those elevators, and yeah, it's a good workout. But um, the key there, you don't see that part yeah. that. You guys have to understand. He said four or five days. It took you four or five days just to serve all these documents. No, no, no. There were four or five days of the court of appeal hearing, but okay. they were kind of like fragmented. So we'd have to bring it to the court, and then remove all the boxes from the court, and then bring it again for yeah. on, on on multiple occasions. But uh, I will say you do get quite buff <laughs> as a pupil. It's true. Intern. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever watched um, How to Get Away with Murder? No. Yes, I don't think I finished it. I watched it. That's another crazy sort of... Actually, yeah. besides Suits, that's another legal show. But that's criminal. Mm-hmm. From the title, How to Get Away with Murder. And it's a lot of drama. <laughs> it's a lot of drama. And by... Uh, spoiler alert, I don't learn how to get away with murder by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it does everything except teach me how to get away with murder. I think it would be a problem if they actually taught you that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... And that's another crazy series because it's like they'll be talking, talking, talking. They'll find a random document in a file mm-hmm. and be like, okay, let's draft a notice. Like in a day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. file it on the same day. Yeah. And the hearing is the next day morning. I'm like, what kind of <laughs> filing are you doing? <laughs> that is so amazing. And how, what kind of drafting did you do in like half a day? You know, yeah. it's insane. Plus, it wasn't their full-time jobs. They were actually like full-time students as well. They were doing this on the side. Like, how do you find the time to study as well? Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) I mean, it takes me about two weeks to draft almost anything. Yeah, so (laughs) the reality is you will take like, maybe depending on the complexity, maybe two weeks to draft something. And then you will send it to your superior Mm -hmm. who will then proceed to slash and destroy it Mm -hmm. to no end. If they're nice, they'll send it back to you to kind of improve on it. Mm. If they're not so nice, they'll just do I'll it. do it myself. Yeah. You know, and that's the reality of it. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. But it's a long process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my when I was a paralegal, I was with a senior uh, legal associate who was going to become partner, and he told me he sat me down on my last day. He told me a lot of things, but one of the advices P 
piece of advice that I remember he told me, uh, your legal practice is just you as a nail being hammered. <laughs> yeah. And as time goes by, you just become a stronger nail. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was nice. I got, I got a better piece of advice from another lawyer. Much more beautiful analogy mm. here. Compared us to dull blades, like mm. swords. You know how, have you seen how people like, have you seen how people make katanas? Like blacksmiths? Uh, Any videos on that? I've seen blacksmiths making swords in general. Okay, I don't know you, they, go to, they go to town on those like swords, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. It's heating it up, then yeah. hammering, 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 so yeah. heating. Hammering. So we are kind of like those dull blades, you know, we get put in the fire, we get smacked around by other people, but in the end, you become a nice. How much of this is senior lawyers sort of in their tower uh, <laughs> giving us this side of sort of uh, placating stories to us. Oh, look, there's a purpose for you getting this hammering. Eventually, you become a sharp sword. Because I can... What if the reality is we're all just vases or, or pots? <laughs> and we get hammered and we're never the same after. Then you're not fit to be here. Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I mean... <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Okay. Time to start up my creative <laughs> dance studio. Pole dancing, here I come. Pole I knew those lessons here. didn't go to <laughs> no, but Yeah, I mean, to be fair, maybe we all just have Stockholm Syndrome. We're just yeah. in this career and we've just kind of got desensitized to it. I mean, in the beginning, you know, when I had to stay late nights, I would get really upset, you know. Oh, staying up till 2am, you know, it's just it's not nice. But now it's like, ha, another 2am. <laughs> oh. Hello, old friend. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like going back at 5.30 or 6 o'clock and you're like, what? What's going on? There was a massive debate on Facebook recently. I think... Um, Louis yeah. Liao, right? Yeah. He, Facebook bought, post. He, he, he yeah. did a Facebook post and he was saying, I think he made a fair point. He said, yeah. look, if you divide uh, the uh, average pupil or associate salary, divide it according, uh, across the number of hours they are working per week, a Grab driver would be earning more mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yep. And then you had a ma- he had massive blowback. You had yeah. like associate, I mean, yeah. partners coming out and saying this is the problem with this generation. Yeah. They don't understand, you know, the complexities of business. They are looking for money. If you're looking for money, then this is not the profession for you. <laughs> my, another my misconception. Que- <laughs> my state. My reply to that is why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the heck? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, I guess it yeah. goes back to the whole old school way that pupils were trained as well. I mean. Back then, pupils had to pay their masters. Mm. So it's kind of like mm. a, a privilege to be elevated yeah. into this profession. <laughs> so but I guess so maybe. And I, mm. I'm sort of a capitalist in that I definitely subscribe to like, I understand how difficult it is to, to, raise, to start a business and mm. to maintain it. Like, I definitely think, looking at myself, I'm looking at like, okay, what are there, what business opportunities are available for me? Sure. And then I'm realizing, ah, oh, damn, okay, I have to get it. We, we need to look at income. We need to put it together. We need to risk losing all of that. Yeah. Build something. It's tough. Definitely t- mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. But I feel that it's not a bona fide response because we're not talking about business, about whether, uh, about the business market or economy. We're talking about value to, like money to money, dollar to yeah. dollar. Yeah. Whether a lawyer is getting paid enough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a separate discussion to be had, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, problem is, I think a lot of the older people, I won't use the big B word, 
mm. um, they just tend to think, you know, oh, you know, we went through so much worse. So why, what right do you have to complain? And I feel like that's a, that's you know, not something that makes any sense. You know, you yeah. you had a tough time. You worked hard to give us a better life, and we're very grateful for it. So why now are you saying we don't deserve to, you know, have a few more privileges than what you did yeah. back in the day? And and to be honest. You can't compare. Times are yeah. so different. I was listening exactly. to uh, Tommy Thomas. He, there, there's that advocate oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I listened to it. it was, I think mm. it was a very great, con- mm. uh, a great uh, conversation. And yeah. he was saying that, I think one of the interviewers asked him, like, you must have been a, a prodigy because at the age of, what, 26, 25, 26, mm-hmm. you were in Court of Appeal, Federal mm-hmm. Court. Then Tommy Thomas like, um, actually, at the time, there was just about 1,000 uh, people called to the bar, yeah. thousand lawyers in the he market. Six hundred. Is it six hundred? Yeah. Sure. And then he said, like now there's about ten thousand. Yeah. Right. And so the the times are so different. Yeah. Right. So even if you're comparing it to the glory days back in the day, you have to understand. Uh, hello, the times are so <laughs> yeah. different. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's so much easier to open up a firm back then than now. Everything's mm. just different. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. It is easy to open a firm now. So but it's hard to get business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to open yeah. firm, whether or not you make it past the first yeah. the first year is another question. Yeah. I mean, everybody is opening up firms now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mushrooming like crazy. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, that was an interesting conversation that mm. was being had. It's good that someone actually had the guts to bring it up because I feel like there's a very <coughs> kind of it's like a not not a formal like gag order, but like nobody likes to talk about this, you know. We don't usually us young lawyers don't don't bring up the fact that we feel we are... We can't. Or overworked. Yeah, we can't. Because That's if right. our boss finds out, yeah. it's not going to look good on the firm. Oh, yeah. So yeah. For the record, I'm very happy with how much I'm, paid, <laughs> how much I'm working. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm also very happy. With yeah. <laughs> you I'm can find my firm in LinkedIn. So I would like to say that I'm very happy. No, but yeah. I, honestly, um, I think my firm is very fair. Yeah. And I'm, I've gone... I've worked in bad firms. Right? With <laughs> bad bosses. Mm-hmm. I've done that. Mm-hmm. that dance lah. So, I can really understand and he, from my experiences with these firms, what I can say is this, which is the most frustrating part. Um, you say that, um, you say that people should be, uh, you say that young lawyers should be passionate about the law, mm-hmm. they shouldn't focus about the money. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you complain about the quality. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so weird. Mm-hmm. If you're not happy with the quality, then pay more. <laughs> you know, get, you know, better people if you're, you're, you're mm. not happy with the performance, whatever. But you can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't have excellent performance and pay per hour lower than a Grab driver, for mm, example. Sure. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Mm. So my firm now, actually, I'm quite lucky. I'm quite, f- I'm quite happy because I think they're very fair. I'm not saying yeah. that I get paid a lot, but I think the work that I'm doing is commensurate to yeah. my okay. pay, which is... I think fair lah. Yeah, I think mm. I'm happy. Our firm is very, very generous in that sense too. I would think, yeah, our firm is okay, but then compared to maybe some others who yeah. are not. Yeah. yeah. Sure. No, there are some firms, it's crazy. You yeah. hear some horror stories. Yeah. 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 Binang, yeah. Binang firms. Mm. Because ah, we're not just talking about our own firms, just yeah. the whole profession mm. in general. Right, right. Yeah. There's yeah. some, I think I heard there was a firm, because my chambers, they just, uh, um, they just are getting calls so they are looking for jobs. In the Klang Valley, there was one firm that was offering 2003 for a first-year associate. 
Oh, wow. In the Klang Valley. In the Klang Valley. It's, it's mad. And the sad thing is, there will be people who will go for that. Yeah. Because there are, you know, <laughs> that's another reason why we can't really speak up. Because you speak up, you get fired or thrown away. Someone else is glad to take your place. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially the in current circumstances as well. Yeah. So, yeah. People are desperate for jobs. Yeah. They'll take anything. You'd be happy just to have a job. Mm. Definitely. So there are a lot of kind of like these issues coming out with, with the profession now. I mean, there are a lot of good people. There are a lot of yeah. like really inspiring people you can find in, mm. in, in the bar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. talking yeah. about your ambigas and yeah. you're talking mm-hmm. about your even Tommy Thomas. So yeah. even I always found Pon Hendon to be very inspiring. Mm-hmm. I really like Pon Hendon. Mm-hmm. I think she's amazing. Or even, you know, your councils like even Cyrus Das. They've mm-hmm. always been very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have the Opposite of them as well. Yeah. Dark side equivalent. <laughs> the uh, Siths of the <laughs> legal profession. We know, we know who they are. Yes. They shall not be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we were talking before the podcast about um, a funny story about how we went and me and baby Sean went for a meeting. <laughs> we went for a meeting with uh, with Cyrus Dasla. I think I can say his name. Yeah. It, was a, it was a file and, and we were, I was not supposed to attend the meeting. Mm. I was just carrying documents but then I somehow got roped in and then Sarizas is very, very nice, yeah. uh, very knowledgeable. And uh, he took time to talk to us and yeah. he even asked us questions. And so suddenly, I think one of the first questions he asked me, asked us actually, <laughs> was uh, <laughs> what's, what's, what's uh, your order for affidavits in the rules of court? I was like, <laughs> and I had no idea. No, I had <laughs> zero idea. Too. I looked at Roshan and I was like, what, what the answer? So I was just like, follow instinct. <laughs> order 35. <laughs> My boss was opposite. Nope. <laughs> we had to look it up very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so admire your confidence. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Can you imagine in front of one of the top lawyers in the country? Yeah. This, this man with full gusto <laughs> says the wrong number. But and and me and Baby Sean spent the whole night up because he gave us research questions yeah. to do. Uh, Baby Sean fell asleep after like three hours. <laughs> I didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do much. And I did a note and I sent it over to him. And then when the appeal finally came, I think it was a court of... No, it was leave leave to federal leave court. To federal leave country. to federal court. And uh, the thing that blew me away about Cyrus Das, who's top... You know, he's one, one of the leading top lawyers in mm, Malaysia, yeah. la, right? Mm. His name is just there, la, right? Mm. And um, he saw me... Like, we don't even met one time. I was like... Um, uh, good morning, Dato. Then he was, he straight away uh, was like, oh, good morning, Roshan. He like remembered oh, my yeah. name. Mm. Yeah. You know, a chambering student, a pupil. Yeah. And I just found out, wow, that's, that's... That's impressive. That's really, really impressive. I mean, like for, for context, that's like, if, for like context, if Darth Vader remembered the name of like a random movie, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's the same kind of level right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, not, not many lawyers take the time to get to know. Yeah. And so there are a lot yeah. of things kind of coming out about the profession now, you know, the sort of the skeletons in the closet of the profession. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been glorified for so many years, but now we're coming to terms with a lot of the, the stuff. Sure. Uh, another big thing is like sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in that, the legal field. Yeah. That came to light quite recently. If, uh, oh, something, <laughs> uh, something happened. Uh. <laughs> You can't, we can't say. I've actually said this name, the, the oh, yeah. name of the firm in a previous podcast, but I was advised that I should not. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, ha- what had happened was, actually, I don't mind saying it again, but basically, <laughs> what had happened Already was, done. we were talking about something about sexual harassment, I think, and then at the time, uh, my co-host Jeremy 
uh, we were discussing this topic and then I was like, oh, there's this firm, they have a lot of uh, allegations of sexual harassment mm-hmm. have come about. I don't know whether I can say the name. Then Jeremy was like, he was like, uh, if you're not sure, you better not. And he, before he could complete the sentence, I just, Lihishamudin. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Roshan. <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing the rumor right back. <laughs> Uh, uh, then for, my friend from Leisure when he texted me after he uh, heard the episode. Uh, no. What, what, did he, what did he or she say? He was like, bro, I'm, I'm going to highlight this to the partners. <laughs> I was like, bro, calm down. <laughs> Roshan's never going to Leisure. <laughs> Not welcome. Next. Roshan Gomez, no. <laughs> Blacklisted forever. Yeah. Next week in their office, they'll be saying, he's done it again. <laughs> he's done it again. <laughs> this guy is out for us. Um... <laughs> uh, but I mean, they were all allegations. I mm, think the matter yeah. has been settled. But what it what it had come out from it was that you had a reputable firm. Leisha Mudin is mm. very well known in in, in the in yeah. practice mm-hmm. as being a very good firm, very good work quality of work is high. But the way we treated or treat employees is still very traditional. Well, not traditional, but very not progressive enough yeah. in the way we handle employees. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is one of the leading firms in Malaysia. What more? Mm. The mid-sized to small firms. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah. A lot of employers have to sort of grow up. Like, and, you know... We, we, a lot of abuse of power. Like. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And we have superiority complexes as <laughs> lawyers, I feel. Yeah. And it's complicated because also when you climb up a hierarchy and you gather power, yeah. people are ne- also to a certain extent attracted to you, right? Mm-hmm. More people want to become your friends. Mm-hmm. Everyone laughs at your jokes. You know, and the opposite sex does find you more attractive. Spoiler, guys, success makes you more attractive. Yeah. Big surprise, right? <laughs> so, but you know, the I guess it's good to have these conversations because we need to know. Okay, this is what's going to happen, and how do you exercise your power? Yeah. Right? Mm. yeah. I think also, I mean, when we think of sexual harassment and everything, we might think of some of the more extreme cases. But I think on the some of the, the 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 less extreme ones as well. I think education also just people need to learn what might yeah. be appropriate, what might not be appropriate. A particular remark, yeah. Mm. Although on the face of it, someone might say it's harmless. It's I mean, it's just something that we have to. Everyone, I'll say myself included, we just have to learn, be aware of all these different mm. dynamics, and just mm. I think that's something that's growing as well. So when I did my um, KL bar intro session, they emphasized this a lot. Mm. So there was a lot of talk about sexual harassment. I thought that was okay. good uh, that yeah. they're highlighting this. Yeah. Mm, I mean, only recently, like four years ago, 2016, sec- the thought of sexual harassment was recognized in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And it's great. I mean, that we can you know, bring these things to court, but then, you know, that's not always like the solution. It's yeah. all about the education. And Tosh's claims are very odd. Large. Yeah. It's, there's very few, w- w- the precedents are few on sexual harassment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the factual matrices are so diverse. So it's very hard to mount a, a, prop, a, yeah. a suit easily. Like it sounds yeah. very complicated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people might not even want to bring a suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we we kind of still in the old mentality. I think at the time, like just not raping someone was like mm-hmm. it, that was yeah. the, the the you know definition of not sexually abused. Yeah, uh, yeah. not n- sexual harassment was like don't rape someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, but it's becoming more. I saw. I guess developing not to to sort of. Also think about the way you use your power lah. Because, mm-hmm. for example, even like lecturers don't sleep with their students, mm-hmm. so mm. maybe partners shouldn't sleep with their subordinates yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, times change, and it's a lot of uh, 
I'm not very well read in it, but power dynamics, you know? Sure. Like, it's a lot of, a lot to do with that. And but it's it's complicated, la, I must say. Yeah, it is complicated. It's very complicated. Because you have uh, fairy tale, um, you know, romances mm-hmm. that bloom and genuinely they fall in love with each right, other. And right, yeah. mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of tricky. It makes it a little bit more enticing as well. You know, the yeah. forbidden fruit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Sean. <laughs> I'm just speaking facts here, guys. Forbidden fruit is <laughs> <laughs> You know, you, you look at your, your, your clerk are you speaking from somewhere here? with three children and she becomes suddenly so enticing. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Are you speaking from experience? Personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing in your office? What forbidden fruit are you reaching? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah. So now, with, like, sexual. <laughs> do you, how do you guys deal with um, um, power crazy? You know, <laughs> ego because you do meet them, right? Yeah. Egoistical. Yeah. They are there. The f- my first ever interview I went for mm-hmm. was with a big firm. I'm not going to say the name, but one of the big so-called. <laughs> oh, fall, now cannot la. say the name, lah. <laughs> no, cannot. This better not lah. Lee H already. My name is gone. <laughs> I want to preserve the other firms. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to destroy each big firm. <laughs> So this big firm was my first ever interview for any job. Mm. You know, for any job, it was my first like proper interview. Mm-hmm. I went in there. Then I said I was studying CLP. Mm. And then um, I, I, I wanted to do it like, you know, three, four months before CLP to re- stop and then focus. Then they were like, what? Mm. No, it, this is, how can you just three, four months before CLP uh, stop? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like, how am I supposed to know? It's not like you specified in your... Actually, I just randomly applied there. But, so there was no like communication between us. Mm. How would I know that? So then I was like, oh, uh, okay, maybe we can work something out. Then they looked at me and they were like, How, do you have any family in this firm? I was like, no. Do you know anybody in the firm? No. Like, okay. Firm, interview is done. Right? It was so rude. It was really, really rude. Wow. And, you know, and there were two senior partners. And I was just like, you know, like a nobody, la, just, yeah. finished, just graduated, right. sort of. And I don't have any family in practice, right? So for me, I've always just kind of stupidly like, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know, I apply for things without thinking and I get into it and I'm like, I don't know anything about this, you know. And so I think like things like that, like, you, you meet people who are kind of like on a throne and they sort of, mm. you know, we think less of you. Like, sure. Yeah. You know. Have you guys I mean, experienced that? Luckily, I mean, I... I haven't yet. Not mm. not in not in the firm wherein yeah, I've had I'm not sure about you guys. But, but I'm sure you even engage external counsel or you're working with your opponents, for example, and um I have to think about this. I have to mm. think about this, but uh, our nothing. firm I would say so far ninety nine percent of the lawyers in our firm, these partners at least, the senior partners, none of them have really um I like that. They're mm. all very nice, decent yeah, I think people. We're really lucky. Yeah, they take yeah. the time. But to be to honest, your firm is well known for having a very positive yeah. work culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are of course bad eggs in every sure. firm. Um, as a whole. Yeah. And yeah, we, you also we, have some crazy partners in your firm. We have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we cannot name lah. I think we can all, I think the moment I say <laughs> that there are, we can all think of the same one. I won't say how many lah. <laughs> <laughs> the same. Lawyer, <laughs> <or> lawyers, 
We are flirting around <laughs> saying the name. No, no, we're not going to say any names. No, no, we're not no, going to yeah. say any names. Um, as to how you deal with that, I mean, it's difficult. Lah. It's, mm. You have to deal with it, I feel like, in a way that is, is um, you know, you have to show that you're not one to be pushed around. Mm. But of course, if you go too far, then that's it. You Goodbye. Your mm. job, everything's done. Mm. And Even the, your career. Yeah. The legal profession is big. A lot mm. of us, it's also very small. Yeah. And if you mess up with anyone or someone big enough, yeah. you have to remember that's, that can be a death sentence for your career. Because if they tell all the other bigger lawyers out there, yeah. oh, this guy or girl is ungrateful, you know, you said, said this to me, you know, don't feel like they're a good lawyer. Mm. That's it. I had, a, I had a friend in another firm who was also doing IP, mm. who applied to your firm actually. And I think got an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but before he went for the interview, your one of your partners in your, your firm, I don't know whether she's, the person is still there. And that person called my friend's boss and told my friend's boss. So then my friend's boss could Same. pre-M and before he could go for the interview, already got counter-offered. Oh. Uh, he just came up and gave Ang Pao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gave yeah. Ang Pao first. <laughs> because like Chinese New Year or something like that yeah. and he actually doesn't give Ang Pao. Yeah. But this time because he knew that the guy was thinking of leaving, he said we gave Ang Pao. Mm. And then they started talking about other, okay. other stuff. So yeah, you're right. The The... It's like they're all friends, what? Yeah. They all like kind of mm-hmm. work together, you know, they're buddies. Yeah. So they're gonna give a heads up to their pals. Or like yeah. I can yeah. imagine like maybe not us, but maybe Sean, if we keep in touch <laughs> ten years from now, <laughs> and if I don't know my uh my lawyer, if I get an interview from uh, an application from from Baby Sean's uh, associate, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna call up Baby Sean like, hey, yeah. this person is okay. Ah? Mm-hmm. Because I trust him, right? Yeah. I trust it's his. understandable. Yeah. yeah. So it is tricky. I actually have this story, but I don't want to say too much about this story. But I have, uh, I know this person in practice who had a very bad experience. Mm. And this person, so we were talking about it. Then she, we were talking about the effects of it, right? And she told me that one of the effects of the experience that she had for the longest time, she couldn't or doesn't trust Indian men. Yeah. And she told that to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man. (laughs) That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I tell her, like, I'm really sorry that you, you went through that. And I hope that, like, our conversation helps you, like, you know, helps with that trust deficit. It's so sad like, to think yeah. about it. Yeah, it's a lot of lasting effects, especially when it comes from someone you look up to and or yeah. respect. Faith, as a young woman, do you have a different perspective? How, how do you navigate the landscape? You know, you have like, Sleazy people like Baby Sean around you. Mm. How, how, do you how do you manage <laughs> this? Again, this is an attack on my integrity. <laughs> this whole podcast is a personal attack on Baby Sean. <laughs> I have to say, I'm probably not the best person you to so like, far have give, positive give yeah. advice. Yeah, I mean, mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably just slink away. <laughs> Keep my head down. Do like a shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, no, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, give any advice? For all the young, budding female lawyers out there? Don't really have experience mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. I hope you don't have experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how do you guys maintain... that? And that's another thing. Because of all these issues coming out, uh, there's a sort of uh, mentality like we throw everything out. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That everything, you know, the the whole legal profession is built on white male patriarchal yeah. concepts. And so we should do, do away with the whole thing. I don't know whether you subscribe to that thought process. I don't know, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm more curious about, okay, how do we like divorce the bad stuff, uh, reduce the bad stuff and increase or maximize the good stuff? And more than that, how do we stop ourselves from becoming too cynical? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I feel like it's happening, but slowly. I feel like the up-and-coming generation of younger, prominent lawyers are much better, much more respectful of all the problems that you know uh, we face. I mean, we've all gone through it. I think it's just a matter of educating yourself and just really just doing better. And everyone can, anyone can, you know, uh, maintain a high integrity, you know, keep, be respectful of everyone else. It's not hard. You just mm. have to, just do it. <laughs> like, just yeah. It's I, just, I think it's just not, not just lawyers. I think it's just, everyone's changing with the times as the generation, yeah. uh, the newer generation is just, we're having these discussions, we're having these conversations and, 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 Law also isn't as closed yeah. off as it as it used to be in terms of the profession itself. So we're yeah. we're, we're going to adjust just mm. as the rest of the world does too. So it's important that you know there are strong leaders as well who are fostering this. And I mean, like I said just now, KL Bar is is pushing things a lot. There's, they're ha- we're having these conversations, and I think that's that's a important step. Mm. It's happening all the time, just like what we're speaking about now. So, mm. yeah. I think we really have to remember that, you know, when we come out as fresh, young, you know, eager graduates or whatever, coming out and then we're, you know, maybe shocked at how things are. I think we just have to, like, remember how it is as we go along in our careers. Yeah. And just, yeah, don't just forget about it and then think, oh, well, I went through it, so you have to do that. Mm. Like, you yeah. have to go through it too. Yeah, get rid of that man- mindset. Yeah, mm. we have to, you know... Even if you don't get to benefit from doing something, if the next generation can benefit. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. So we just have to remember. So another big thing now is just the you know the the talk of mental health, mental health awareness, and just making sure you look after yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. as well. So one thing that was noticeable for me, I mean, the first thing my master said to me when I joined is like, anytime you aren't you aren't feeling like if you've got personal issues, if you've got anything going on in your life, you let me know, and we will adjust. And everything, and I was like, "Oh, that's not mm. what I expected." Based on the stories I've heard about law, but it's a mm. sign that things are, you know, that's becoming an important conversation to have. So, yeah, I mean, there. I mean, I I guess I'm very fortunate in that sense, but um, yeah, it's just something that I think we need to keep talking about and emphasize a bit more. Mm. Um, yeah, conversation will drive the the change. I feel like you're right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. Um, no, it's a it's a common thing where I think uh, we we decry the the old guard, you know. Yeah. We, we kind of get mad at it, but the truth is, we are going to become the old guard eventually. Mm. Yeah. Um, day two, you know, you look at um, I don't know Lim Guan Eng, for example, mm. or Lim Kit Siang, or mm. you look at even at Anwar. These guys were re- reformacy protesting, but eventually now they are becoming the people that yeah. you protest. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of cyclical in that sense. Right. And I see very, as an associate, I mean, my third year, third year, third year, third year of practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I see it also very vividly, very quickly happening because as Chambies, we made so many stupid mistakes, yeah. dumbass mistakes, yeah. right? It's ridiculous the things we did. 
but I sometimes I'm very I won't say disheartened lah, but I'm like when I see um, my fellow associates get go so hard on pupils, mm. I sometimes like. Do you remember when you were a pupil? Do you remember when you were a chambi? You know, like there there be bad chambis lah. There be some because everyone has their own timeline. Some not yeah. meant to do the work. You know, you know, but they're human beings lah. Yeah, and I understand the stress you're going through, and I understand uh, how their mistakes add on to your workload. Mm. But at the same time, you have to remember when you were in their position and how it felt. Mm. And we need to be better lah. Takkan, yeah. it seems like everyone's just following the mode that they are, they are most familiar with. So they pattern the behavior that they didn't like. Right? Yeah. They didn't like getting scolded. But when it comes, push comes to shove, shove, shove they are also scolding. Mm. Because that's sort of the only method they know. Lah. And mm. I just wonder whether that's something better. Lah. I think mm. probably just people are just afraid of change. <coughs> they don't know how to act outside of the way that they were treated, you know? Mm. So just, well, I mean, be ready, be open to change. And for every young lawyer coming up there, value yourself more. Lah. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't just take things lying down just because you think, oh, I'm just a pupil, I'm nobody, you know. Mm. I should just put my head down. And value yourselves more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just because you're coming, you're not experienced, you don't have any knowledge, doesn't mean you deserve to be treated like, yeah. like crap, basically, you mm. know. Yeah. Stand up for yourselves. Um, and... You know, if you really don't feel like you can do it, or you don't feel like this is your calling, then it's perfectly fine to switch yeah. and um, find something else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you are getting traumatized or bullied or yeah. you're just not happy there, just leave. Mm. Yeah, life um, is too short, lah. Yeah. yeah, life is too damn yeah. short. Think about it. You may think that nine months is a long time, you know, but it's it's not long at all, honestly, and um. A lot of people, you know, they get traumatized, get bullied by their masters, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, I shouldn't switch, you know, I don't want to, you know, you know yeah. embarrass my master, mm-hmm. I don't want, you know, go through the trouble, just do it, lah. Don't, don't mm-hmm. sit there and just take it. You know? I know companies now that they they because of the way the in, I mean because of technology, because of the internet. See, I sound so old when I say that <laughs> because of the internet, because of social media. Boomer, huh? <laughs> You know, things like that, um, like when employees leave companies and if there's a bad uh, work environment, mm. they com- they post talk about it in yeah. like, uh, what is it? Glassdoor. Glassdoor is great. Right. Mm. And I really encourage people to go and like, if you had a bad experience, go mm. and post it. Because, mm. and you know it's legit when so many people are posting. Yeah. Yeah. And these companies are forced to, bec- yeah. I know yeah. of companies, which I don't want to mention, that they have mm. had to rework their work environment. You'd mm. be surprised, uh, big companies, mm, yeah. they have to rework their, their work environment because people refuse to work in the company yeah. because of Glassdoor. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, so it's mm. a, a little small revolution that's uh, happening. Glassdoor also made me realize Malaysian people are very, very accepting of many <laughs> things that should not be acceptable. <laughs> mm. I remember once I saw a review of, I can't remember which company, this guy gave, this employee, Guy or girl, like, employee gave the company five stars. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, what do they have to say about it? Oh, the pay is terrible and I was bullied. But got progress for, uh, can got place for growth. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's oh, your oh. reason for giving five stars. Your pay was terrible, you got bullied, <laughs> but got place for growth. Uh, okay. Five stars. <laughs> Somehow I feel like Malaysians are very accepting of yeah. a lot of, you know. 
because we we kind of grow up being taught by our parents like yeah. you need to hustle. Yeah. You, you yeah. need to hustle, hustle, hustle. You need to be hungry to fight. You mm, need to be yeah. hungry. That's something Russian and I were taught. I think in Hungary, have to be hungry all the time. Remember, I know. Be hungry. There's something we should probably change about the law field. Thinking about it now, mm. stop calling it master. Why is it called master? <laughs> it feels so strange, you know. Calling even be like you go to someone and be like, "Hey, master." Yeah. Yeah. You talk like to some... like a non-law person. Say, "Oh, yeah. my master." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you kind of slave. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always, you gotta say boss. <laughs> <laughs> Never. My master. Master to my friends, but. Yeah. <sighs> How? What? What? What are you guys uh, passionate about in terms of the law, or even outside the law? Is there anything you guys are passionate about? I, like baby Sean, are you like really like oh. revved up about the the justice of people being given free fair uh, <laughs> trademarks? I don't know. Oh yeah, whenever <laughs> really I see, whenever I see, oh, every time I see a trademark that when you not see a beautiful design logo, oh, I, oh, I would that. love to patent that. <laughs> I go in the shop, I be like, hey dude, hey, uh, hey, hey, you wanna you wanna trademark your logo? Uh? <laughs> you sound I like you're pushing you. drugs, man. <laughs> Um, passion. I'm. I'm starting to coming into pupillage. I th- I was lost. Honestly, mm. listless. I thought I would do pupillage and just jump and leave the career. I really um, hated. Honestly, not hated lah. Dislike. Why didn't you reach out to me? <laughs> I should have. Uh, you would have. Uh, <laughs> you would have comforted me. I, I don't know. I mean, at at the beginning, I guess I was kind of in that. Put your head down, just slug it out, work, and see how it goes, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad that, that um, honestly, in the beginning, I was like, why am I here? Mm-hmm. First four and a half months, I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why am I doing this? Yeah. But then I've managed to find something that I like, and that's uh, the TMT uh, practice, so telecommunication. Teenage Mutant. <laughs> no, Russia. Just TMNT. I mean, the TMNT is. If, the, if there is. Okay, if the TMNT is out there and you like legal <laughs> representation, hit me up. La. <laughs> uh, um, telecommunications, media, and technology. Okay. Oh, um, I found that I'm passionate. Yeah, I would say passionate about technology and how quickly it's changing and how c- that can affect. You know, how we can try and affect the um, the change from a legal perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Right. Um, fun fact about Baby Sean, he was with me in my first ever hearing. Oh, yes. Oh. He yes, attended yeah. my first ever hearing. Oh. Uh, very, very good story. That's how good <laughs> <Kedah> story <laughs> yeah. oh, I see. That's how I was the only Chambi, I think, to get a hearing. Yeah. But the, uh, the catch was it was in Kulim. <laughs> uh, Kulim, that's where it was. I kept thinking. Yeah, it was in Kulim. Where I was thinking, where is this place they went to? I knew it was north of Penang. This, this guy is from Penang. He's asking me, what is the state north of Penang? Then she said, police Kedah. I'm like, that's two. <laughs> there the are different states, police and Kedah. Crazy. Hey, uh, in my defense, geography not my strongest subject. <laughs> no, no man, that's like basic. <laughs> hey, just because I don't know basic geography does not make me a lesser. That's like that's like if you, if you said you don't know your ABCs and you're like, oh, English is not my strongest. Hey, stuff. I don't know ABCs. <laughs> that's a problem now, lah. Okay, maybe I don't know what comes after C or what's after E, but that doesn't make me. Well, that was a good trip, man. We yeah. it was a transfer application. It was my first ever, you know, mm-hmm. like submission before some type of. It was court. Mag- Mag's also, right? Magistrate Scott. 
was a magistrate called Matter. <laughs> so he came to my house at like two, three in the morning because he wanted to get the claim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, dude, you come, you drive, we split half half. Yeah. You know, because it's a hefty claim. How, how, it was a lot. How much was it? I don't, I don't remember actually. It's about 1K. Was it? It was about 1K. It's oh my. Mm. Nice earning. Nice yeah. earning. <laughs> so we drove up. I think we went, we left here about three, I think. Three plus near four, nearer to four. Uh, actually, yeah. and the thing is three. I think it was three. Because we aimed to reach that by eight. Yeah. I remember, yeah. So we went all the way up north. I slept through most of it. Yeah. And then we went to the court. We arrived in the Korean court. We were like, there were chickens running around. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, is this right? Shout out the court. <laughs> <laughs> then we went in there. And then there was like a sign on on, on the uh, barrister. Uh, it was like... Um, Hanya Bahasa. Yeah. like, shit. Damn <laughs> 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 I was like, writing down. And I was like, Sean, Google Translate. <laughs> Google Translate. We are panicking. How do you say transfer yeah. application? <laughs> I Google it. I was like, uh. <laughs> do you still remember? <laughs> no. What was it? Uh, Pemohonan uh, transfer. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Pemindahan. Pindahan. 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 Yeah. Pindahan. Pindahan, Pindahan, one of those. Okay, whatever lah. But <laughs> I would learned say, a lot, learned a lot. <laughs> Roshan held his own up there. In yeah, a, I gave a long mm. submission. And then for <laughs> stupid. I will tell you now that the magistrate was not listening for half of it. <laughs> no, I, I think I submitted easily like five, seven minutes. Yeah, but for was, what we were yeah. doing, it, it was not necessary lah. Yeah. And he just said, uh, um, uh, PSP. Yeah. That's all he said. PSP. Okay. <laughs> yes. Justice wins today. <laughs> and he wasn't even contested. There was no. no opponent. But the thing is, right? To, to set the scene, just before Russian, there were about 10 to 15 people just going up there to settle their traffic. You yeah. know, someone. And then you have Roshan, this big boss coming in. Uh, Tuan He's in Tuan Hakim. Yeah. He goes up there, acts like some kind of big boss lawyer. Hey. French. <laughs> Oh man, you got PSP, um, which is order in terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we came back. We were <laughs> we came back at like what in the afternoon, one, two. One, two PM. So then we were like, oh dude, <laughs> we got half a day. What should we do? Go back to the office? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and had sushi. Yeah, right. yeah, one Utama. One Utama. It was uh, sushi, one of the really, you know. I think it was Zanmai. Sushi Zanmai. We had a salmon set. You had a salmon set. set. Yeah. And then we went, I still remember the movie. It was um, Dark Dark Tower. Tower. (laughs) The horrible Idris Elba. One of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It's a horrible, do you all know about the movie Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey? I have. Dark Tower. It's based on the novel by uh, Stephen Stephen King. King, Yeah. Yeah, It's a great, not novel actually, it's a set of... um, Yeah. The, the story is great from what I could tell from the movie. Uh, no, it was bad. From the movie, the story is actually bad. Hey, to me, <laughs> I never read the book. So from somewhere, you know, it was it's okay. It's no, fun those, to watch. those books are fantastic. It's like he's sort of seven or eight books, but it's Stephen King doing fantasy. Mm. And it's great. It's really, I really recommend it. Okay. At the one point of the book, uh, the three heroes mm-hmm. uh, keep on seeing a, a random number. I think it's like 27 or something. I have to fact... Damn it, now I have to fact check this. <laughs> they see a number, like 27 or something like that. Not then 25, huh? I don't know. <laughs> they're seeing the clouds, they're seeing the ground, they're seeing the water. Mm. So they follow it until they reach a cave. When they reach the cave, this is part of the book, uh, mm. one of the books. Uh, they reach the ca- cave, they find a book by Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> and they read the book. Then they travel to a different world where they save Stephen King from a car accident. 
which Stephen King actually went through in real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's how you save yourself from a cut. <laughs> oh man, Stephen King, man, he's a great author. Yeah. There's a the, there's a story that if you uh, look into Stephen King's eyes, you can't you have nightmares for two weeks. Oh, I, I think it's true, lah, from the books that I've read. Okay, <laughs> Wait, who who started this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't make me fact check more yeah, stuff, lah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we were talking about being. Not losing your idealism. Talking about sure. your passions. So, what sure. about you? What about your passions? Um, personally, and and the reason I I've I've always wanted to do litigation. Okay. So whenever I when is I it started. the Texan in you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wants to go around right. shooting people. <laughs> Cowboy, it's a very American way, right? American way. Still waiting for the Texan accent. But uh, no, no. I just I like problem solving, and mm. then also I like. Debating and you know someone to remember who, but someone said litigation is essentially two intelligent parties trying to make the other look like an idiot. <laughs> so mm. which is essentially what it is. I mean, I mean you're or two idiots trying to make one of them look smart. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or two people who believe their intellectuals. Or, or yeah. the the most famous saying is yeah. um uh, when explaining when describing litigation. One Chambi who woke up early in the morning went up to Kulim <laughs> and submitted before with no contest and got PSP. That's litigation, right? There. <laughs> That's litigation. <laughs> yeah. No, but what I like about it is, is just you know you work with this this body of law and your 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 is a creative aspect in that you can build how you're mm. going to present that and everything and and uh, I like writing a lot so mm. the language aspect too is 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 a lot of fun. Of course, now when you're a pupil or or a junior associate, you're Writing in the style of your superiors, kind mm. of, you're trying to make it, um, you know, something that they would be happy to put out there. But it's, it's fun. It's it's, it's creative to me. It's it's, um, yeah. And then you learn so much when you're doing your research and everything. So that's always been something. Um, another passion. I mean, I did a master's in in international arbitration, and that's mm. something that I'm, I'm really interested in as well. Uh, especially watching it develop here. Um, some recent federal court cases, which which have been really. Uh, really good in terms of not too controversial actually it's in line with the rest of the international arbitration world and that's where I think it's good but to see it, Malaysia heading it, to is, so. isn't the, the isn't it restrictive though so in, yeah because basically now it's only on on a specific ground right sorry my arbitration is quite bad wait it, no now you, you can you can only appeal right yeah yeah but that's how I mean the whole point of arbitration is is not to be like litigation Mm. And everything. It's it's what countries uh contracts um sorry, parties contract for. Yeah. Um and there was a case recently that says like okay, when you contract for arbitration, you can't expect the same level of due process. Natural justice is litigation. We're mm. trying to put out enforceable awards. Mm. We're trying to put out um efficient awards, although that's a bit of a myth now with arbitration. But um so when I saw that I thought that was that was a good thing because that's what arbitration arbitration should be. We shouldn't let lawyers take too much of a hold of arbitration and turn it into <laughs> litigation. Has yeah. has your cultural experiences in Texas and Nigeria <laughs> informed your practice style in any way? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I one thing that I say it's taught me is how to kind of just adjust in different situations. I mean, just like because you're in, you're living in Houston one day and then you get yeah. dropped into Lagos, Nigeria. Yeah. As a as a nine year old, um, 
You were nine years old in Nigeria? In Nigeria. I, was, uh-huh. I moved there when I was nine. So I was in, uh, moved to Texas when I was three. Oh, okay. I was there three to nine. Um, so yeah, you, you just got to adjust. Um, so, so that's been good. It's, it, of course, it's a, it's a huge privilege to be able to go and travel around the world yeah. and stuff. But there's, there's pros and cons to it. More pros. But um, one of the cons is like never spoken to my childhood friends <laughs> for a long time and stuff like that. So um, Overrated anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so can you speak, uh, I don't know what, uh, a native Nigerian language? Uh, well, as I mentioned before, they have so many tribes. So yeah. they, there are so many languages as well. Uh-huh. Um, their national language is English. Um, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a surprise though. Yeah, yeah, because they were like... Were they colonized? They were, they were. They were British By colony. The British. Oh, yes, yeah. So okay. it was, the thinking was just, you know, we can't just choose one tribe and call that the, the mm, national language. Yeah. So let's just go for English. But uh, they have the Yoruba tribe. How nice of the yeah. British. Yeah. Yeah. How nice of <laughs> yes, them. Yes, yes. Thank you, English so people. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I can't speak anything. Um, their English is also that pidgin English. The, Nigerians the, the, get a tough time in Malaysia. But to they be do, fair, not yeah. only by Malaysians, but even among Africans, mm. Nigerians get a bad rap. Because mm. I had African fan, friends in college and mm. even they also speak very negatively of Nigerians, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I especially my Zambian friends mm-hmm. uh, and some friends from Zimbabwe, they didn't like Nigerians. Right. I don't know whether it's just a thing in Malaysia mm. or whether it comes from them. I'm not informed enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what they told me. Okay. Yeah, fortunate. There's a stereotype. I'm not saying this is true yeah, that Nigerians yeah. are hustlers, lah. Yeah, yeah. Four one nine Nigerian committing fraud and everything. <laughs> yeah. You get an email. I mean, there's a big stereotype. Yeah, yeah that's the Nigerian, Nigerian prince. prince. Yeah. The Nigerian <laughs> yeah. prince. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's those scammers. Yeah, yeah but it, I mean, it's probably my favorite place out of out of um, the four that I've lived in. I mean, including UK for studies. But uh, mm. I think Nigeria would have been my favorite. Well, Why? There's something about the people. It's just the friendliest friendliest people I've ever met and they're so welcoming oh. um, made a lot of good friends there and the food is great as well really? Nigerian food is in, is really good yeah. well, well, what kind of food is it? Um, it's a lot of stews it's a lot of rice uh, the, they have something called jollof rice which is probably the most Jollof-rice. famous thing yeah. which is a spicy tomato rice yeah. food's very spicy there how the heck do you know that? <laughs> probably I'm from actually, London right? Yeah. I'm actually Oh, some restaurants sell that. Yeah, oh, semi- it's, it's, it's not limited to Nigeria. <laughs> You're semi-Nigerian. <laughs> 1% Nigerian. <laughs> so I was right. the adventurous one in the family. I would eat everything. So oh, okay. I would, I'd go and get Nigerian food. But that, I mean, I think I think it's very spicy. So I think Malaysians would, would like it as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I have to make a trip to the homeland. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's restaurants here that serve it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. We should go. Yeah. To, to Nigeria or restaurants? It's a Nigerian <laughs> Oh, there's an Argentinian place that sells your, 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 your uh, not Jollof yours, but <laughs> cultural appropriation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be careful now. <laughs> Argentinian. Oh, uh. interesting. Oh, I see. That's that's interesting. Mm. Hmm. Fate, what about you? What are you passionate about? We're going to mm. wrap up soon. We are sure. almost hitting okay. one hour, 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm still sort of finding my way. I'm in corporate right now, which is mm-hmm. my chosen like field. Uh, Do no, you ever yeah. like get stumped on something to draft and you just pull out your violin and start playing? <laughs> <I've> <laughs> it's a cello, right? Yeah. Is it a cello? I yeah, I play, I play the violin as oh, well. Why are you laughing? Imagine her in her room. <laughs> ah, 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 me. Bring ah, the cello. Dra- <laughs> drafting again. <laughs> 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 I mean, it is a good place to get lost, like in music. Mm. Yeah, 
So I actually, like recently, I've been conflicted. Do I want to stay in legal profession? Because you know, like with the Facebook post kind of thing going on, like, hmm, is it worth it to stay in this profession? So because of the social media posts. No, not because of that, but just basically those those ideas and like, hmm, is it worth? Oh, because you're seeing all the the sort of the dirty laundry come out, and then you're like, do mm. do I want to be a part of this? Yeah, so. and our profession's so oversaturated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you know, maybe if I do something else because I re- I'm passionate. I guess I have passion in law, but I also have passion in music. Yeah. So it could be a good place to go, but um, for. For law, I, I like all the things that people don't like. I like proofreading. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. I don't mind translation. Can I get your number? I might hire you. I might hire you. Transcribing. <laughs> you like transcribing? I don't mind it. As long as the recording's clear. If, if it's bad, then maybe not. Sure. But, You're an odd mm, girl. Yeah. And I'm in wow. corporate right now. But actually, my I was really interested in human rights mm. law, which is... Opposite from corporate, right? Mm. Corporate is like, you know, acting for the corporations mm. and everything. Whereas human rights, is less of that. Mm. Mm. And also and less pay. La. I mean, that's why yeah, a lot of people... Basically, you no know, yeah. pay. If, if you're doing human rights as a lawyer, it would be pro bono. And it's a losing, mm. a losing case more often than not. Yeah. yeah. And then it's also litigation, strategic litigation, you yeah. know. And I mean, corporate right now, so that's different. So, mm. That's what I'm interested in, but it's also, I guess, what's keeping me in the profession for now. Mm. Because if I go and do something else, then I lose the ability almost to make a change because we are quite privileged as lawyers. We have an ability yeah. to make a change. Mm. So that's what's keeping me. That's what's my that's what my passion is right now. Whether I'm doing enough for it, I don't think so. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's true in the sense that there are a lot of things we can do, lah. Yeah. You know, even things like legal aid can be so impactful for people. Yeah. Yeah. Even the other day, I had a friend whose uncle passed away and then mm. they asked me to like prepare uh, just a Surah Akwan. Mm. You know, just a small thing, but I was just happy that I could help out in any right. way, you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Fit, are you a fan of Paganini? Mm, I suppose so, but... Uh, who's your favorite composer? Uh, Tchaikovsky. Oh. You know, all the ballet sort mm. of... Mm, I, I like Tchaikovsky. Violin Concerto is great. Mm. Baby Sean, do you indulge in classical music? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I, uh, triangle concerto. <laughs> I listen only for that triangle. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. Let me hear it again. And earphones off. Uh, I used to listen to a lot of uh, Mozart when I was studying. And my, my music was uh, Chopin. Chopin really helped Chopin me study. Is good. The piano. Yeah, really, really helped me study. I couldn't really do anything else except Chopin for some yeah. reason. You should have tried um, Alpha Wave uh, studying music. <laughs> I <laughs> tried that actually. <laughs> Pretty good, right? <laughs> I've tried that. All you hear, okay. For those who haven't heard Alpha Wave studying music on YouTube, all you hear is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in a specific tone yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it help, it's, it's meant to unlock your your potential. Mm. I don't think it did anything for me. I think it's a placebo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the funny thing about placebos? Even if you know it's a placebo, it's a placebo. Yeah, but <laughs> it works, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Even if you know it's a placebo, it works. It works. Yeah. It's yeah. almost the same thing with yawning. You know how you, when you. Contagious r- or something, right? Yeah, yawning, not only yeah. contagious, mm. but if you read about someone yawning, you will feel like yawning. Yeah. Have you ever noticed really? that? Even when you Habit. watch someone yawn, it's happened to me many, many times. Now I feel like yawning. Like, yeah, isn't it right? <laughs> and for me, I've had it where I've like read 
about the phenomenon of yawning and felt like yawning. Yeah. Like while, you know, wow. so. Stop saying that I'm going to yawn. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all ever thought about why we yawn? I just think yawning is so weird. Like I can be yawning and then I realise that the person next to me is yawning. But I didn't realise it before I started yawning. <laughs> but we're both yawning. <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> Have you all ever thought about why that is? I, I have a theory. No. What's, it, what's your theory? Your brain's screaming for help. It needs sleep. <laughs> but why did the other person also do it at the same time as you? You're all screaming together. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe your brains just connect on the some kind that, of alpha wave level. The theory level. that I read was that it's sort of a uh, primal instinctive uh, mechanism in our brain where you know like how predators would roar and then when they have another... Uh, competitor would roar back. Right. So it's almost like a reflex. <laughs> so we're... It's, we're a, it's a old reflex. It's like, left over from our days when we used to compete like and fight. Did we right. used to, to roar? I assume <laughs> so. I, mean, <laughs> I still do sometimes. <laughs> you know, when, really when I'm drafting, it's like... Hiccuping is the same thing. Left over from when we were... Semi-amphibious... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, creatures. Even the fact the that ocean. our eyes are liquidy. Yeah. Some people say it's because we, we come from water. Mm. Oh, we, we have this, uh, oh. another eyelid, like, you know, this, the bit in the corner yeah, of the yeah. eye. It's mm. supposed to be like another eyelid that goes horizontally instead of this way, <laughs> <laughs> supposedly. Uh, there's some sci-fi. So, <laughs> reptilian people. No, because be. you look at our eyes, mm. right? Don't you think it's very like, uh, like, reptilian? Uh-huh. Mm. You want to know that believe we're <laughs> <laughs> snake people. Yeah. So, yeah. Everyone in the above Obama. Is yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the so what is it uh, that uh, what Piker? What what? Uh, that? There's that con- the conspiracies dude. There's something like the QAnon there's, one. There's a lot of conspiracies yeah, out there. Archons, <laughs> the <laughs> semi-amphibian interstellar galactical space travelers called Archons who've infiltrated. The world and their. You know too much about this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how come? Huh? <laughs> MCO was a tough time for all of us. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, that's the, that's yawning. Mm, I think. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fun facts okay. for you guys, but I have to fact check all of this after this. <coughs> I'm starting to do fact checks. Uh. Okay, good. Uh. Another mm. thing I was thinking about was, and I mentioned this in the previous podcast, it was like the reason why we scream when we're in pain. I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm. You've been thinking about why we scream when we're in pain. Yeah. Are you going through? Yeah, are you okay? <laughs> CMC has been a tough time. <laughs> no, but like, have you ever thought about it? Like, why do we scream? So there can only be two sort of biological reasons, right? Mm-hmm. W- evolutionary oh. biological reasons. Mm-hmm. One is, uh, it probably uh, would ward off a predator. So if you scream, you scare off yeah, the predator, sure. predator runs away. Yeah. Or you scream and people can't, it's a uh, help the mechanism, help. right? You're calling, telling people I'm in danger, right? Um, I just, think the idea of you screaming for help is a rom- very romantic idea. Mm. Because that means like in your most darkest despair, you're talking about uh, losing a, a, a someone, you know, seeing something very horrific, mm. you know, in the deep and everything else shut down and it goes to the most primal part of your brain, mm-hmm. you're actually screaming for help yeah. because you know that there are people out there yeah. deep down. Yeah. I like that idea that yeah. we are built to That's probably be true. saved yeah. and to save and to be saved. Mm. I find that idea very romantic and yeah, very, very nice, actually. Beautiful. Next time I scream after drafting yeah. something, I'll remember Think that. of me. <laughs> <laughs> Think of Roshan. Hopefully, he'll soup in and save me from this horrible draft. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um, one hour, 30 minutes, we're done. Um, do you guys want to talk about anything else? Anything you're interested in? Or? Well, I just realized we didn't 
Say anything about Lockwax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Visit our website, lockwax.com. Yeah, so you can, you can plug your website. Where, where do people find uh, your stuff, your materials, or even can follow you if you it's, want? Uh, lockwax.com. Uh, we've got a Twitter page as well, which is mm. at... Well, we just use it to sort of post our new posts. Yeah. Yeah, on um, Twitter. I think it's at Lockwax. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fact that I don't remember shows how much we, we <laughs> use the Twitter, but we will get that on. We'll get on I know that you a bit guys more. are. Yeah. I know you guys are really busy. I mean, mm. we practice and everything. Mm. I really encourage you to work on the website yeah. because it yeah. looks really good. Thank I think you. so far Thank the articles you. that you've published have been really well done. Shout out to Ananda for that. He's been the. Uh, He's been carrying us. Yeah. So yeah. The, the reason, Mohan, the reason it the started is because he was just sending it to our inboxes, and we're like. Yeah, it's wasted in our inboxes. <laughs> these articles, let's let's. What well, he know, just randomly it. would draft articles and send yeah, and just send it to us. He's like, he's "What do you guys machine. think?" Mm-hmm. And then I was always asking him, like, like, "Are you are you posting this anywhere?" Mm. He's like, "No, I just do this for fun." So I thought, let's he's, get something. He's a he's a machine. He's been the pillar holding us all. Yeah, uh, up in this uh, these trying times, keeping the ducks afloat. Yeah, you see, yeah. the best part about his articles is that can hear his voice <laughs> when you're yeah. reading them it's exactly the way he speaks so, mm. so that's always fun to read i found yeah. the abortion one the most interesting mm. because yeah. i'm interested in that topic and okay. because i'm conservative so i disagree with it <laughs> but, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. but i find it a very interesting uh, <laughs> no, and i no. like that it was well done you know mm. it's, very, it's mm-hmm. well Thank thought you. out so i do appreciate that um I, I i like the website i strongly recommend everyone to just go check it out at least once so Yes, you please. Lawclacks.com. Not, yeah, yeah. not just for uh, the legal professions. Uh, most of the articles are written, written so that anyone can understand and just have hopefully a good time reading them. Yeah. You know? So we've categorized our articles where we have our deep dive, which yeah. are the more legalistic You do one for ones. Chambies. Yeah. You do yeah. deep dives and then you have another section. What is it? Easy, Easy reading. reading. Yeah. Yeah. So those would be like the short, shorter articles mm. for anyone. Mm. Just a dip into the dip your toe into the pond, yeah. yeah. Legal <laughs> stuff. Uh, duck references everywhere. We really like ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> um. So normally we end with either a final say or recommendation. I think we've done recommendations last week. So maybe final thoughts, final say. What what's uh, one message that you want to put out there in the world? <laughs> oh, that's putting me on the spot. <laughs> uh, mm. Final thought. Anybody? Arif Faith. Mm, take care of yourself, value yourself, don't put too much pressure on yourself. And it's okay to take a break once in a while, anytime you need. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess in regards to the pandemic, I mean, it's kind of slowed down everything around the world, but I'd say make use of that time and reflect on other things in your life where you think need more attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a young person starting out a career, law or not and you feel like you're lost and nothing is going right you're just aimlessly going through life you feel like nothing's working out it's okay it gets better i was there i you know um just keep keep at it do what you feel is right at the end of the day don't let other people tell you what's right for you if you think and you feel like you're not in the right place don't be afraid to change Nice. And mine is, because oh. I know she's going to be listening, Baby Sean's sister, oh. I've loved you since I was a JMB. <laughs> He's kept us away. But finally, I have a platform to declare my love for you. And if you are listening, don't let him be a barrier between our love. We are the modern day Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chad. You ever... <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh man, it's so Russian. funny. Why I made myself laugh. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on. I I I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank I, you I look so forward much, to talking yeah. to the uh, remaining of the remainder of the Lockwax. It'll mm. be a great one. Yeah, mm. those yeah. those three are the uh, the powerhouses of our. Oh group. wow. Okay. Uh, we got some kueh, so we'll have we'll eat it now. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> curry puffs. Curry puffs. and pisang goreng. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening, uh, and we are done. Hello everyone, Roshan Gomez here with your fact check for the week. Uh, in this conversation, we spoke, as you've heard, we spoke uh, to the Lockwax. Um, and it was an interesting conversation. Um, a few clarifications. I mentioned um, the courts, um, the old courts that used to move around uh, in England and Wales. Uh, so they, it's actually called the courts of Assis. I don't know whether I'm pronouncing that correctly. But yeah, there were peri- periodic courts um, that moved around in quarter sessions and was eventually abolished and replaced with a single permanent crown court. So yeah, that's that. We spoke about witch trials and we asked the question whether there were witch trials in Texas. From my reading, there were no witch trials in Texas, only Salem. So yeah. We spoke about Josh Groban. Um, he uh, and and I am right. I checked it. He did his career did uh, blow up after his appearance on the season four finale of Ellie McBeal. Um, the older cats out there would remember Ellie McBeal. You younger ones might not. And for the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, um, I tried to recall the number. I think I said twenty something, but the actual number is nineteen. So the number nineteen is important to the. Uh, Dark Tower series. They keep seeing the number everywhere. Uh, branches that spell out the name, etc. Um, yeah. That's about it, I think. And um, yeah, that's the only fact checks for this episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, hope everyone is staying safe, staying healthy and staying good. Uh, yeah, take care everyone. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,